What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Status Update. And I've been trying to find my way home. Through you, I remain strong. What would Jesse do? What would Jesse do? What would Jesse do? What up? Welcome to the Status Update. What's good, man? How's how's everything going? How you doing? Can't complain, yeah. You know, just living life right now, trying to do yeah. my best. Why don't you yeah. introduce yourself to the audience? Word. What's up, everybody? My name is Trey Tuck. I'm a hip hop artist, um, entrepreneur, and just an all around great guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cool. I'm cool. So uh, tell them, tell them about yourself. What do you do? What do you do normally? Uh, what's your hustle? Um, so my my current hustle is I, I do everything through music. We um, have our own studio out here, so we run sessions, uh, create merchandise, and I Uber, Lyft. You know, whenever I can, whatever I can do to make money as as fast as I can, or whenever I need it. So my main my main thing though is music. I I really enjoy the music. That's my that's my heart and soul. And I believe that that's something that has the biggest potential to take me to where I want to be. So every day I work at it. So I know, but where tell the audience where you got started, um, how you got into music. Mm. So music. I've always been into music. Me actually writing and, and recording it is totally different but I've always had music in my household since I was like you know seven six you know different type of artists prints and um different type of neo soul then I go with my dad and my uncle I'm listening to rap um but it all started in I want to say I'm from Bristol but it all started when I was in Boston and I went to school in Mount Ida for two years and we would just go up there we would just drink and we would just rap and have ciphers and um we had a cipher one night and that was just it from that point on I kind of knew I found my calling outside of you know playing sports that was my thing before but and then I found exactly what I wanted to do as soon as I started saying how I felt and people were uh receptive to that so it started there and then it really elevated when I went to CCSU. So my sophomore year or my junior year of college, technically, but I was a sophomore, um, is when I really elevated and I really started to pursue it as an actual thing and not just a hobby. So I would say it started at Mount Ida, but I really think the the passion, trying to understand the business, trying to get people to actually listen to the music, I would say that started 2012, 2013 at CCSU. With um yourself, of course. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, let's talk about those younger days. Like, how was that? How was that early process when you were trying to make it into music? Um, it was terrible, man. It it, it sucked. <laughs> like, it it sucked because, it, you know, I think everybody on the process of finding themselves and doing something that nobody around you is doing is real tough because you don't really know which way to go. Like, you don't know which way to turn. You don't know who you should turn to for the right direction. You don't know if people are steering you the wrong way. Like, so you're kind of just in the dark with everything and you have to make your own path to light. So earlier, 
and it it sucked because it was always hitting something. It was it would be you know maybe we have a song done, but the song don't sound right, and it's like okay, who do we go to? Well, we got to go to ourselves. Like so, it was a lot of a lot of learning from the ground, like the actual ground up. You know everything that we de- did, everything that I've created has started from ground zero and we've learned every step of the way. So in the beginning, it was tough because we didn't know, but it was fun. It was fun because we didn't know. So that's like the, the duality of it is like, you don't know what to expect. So you're having fun doing it, but um, not seeing the progress, I think used to really eat away at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. me, all those early projects, like I see the same thing, like in everything I'm doing now, it's like you start to you start to learn as you go, but sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I wish I just yeah. knew. I wish I already had it. I wish I had yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> and come yeah. up, sorry, that takes forever. Yeah, it it really it really does. Um, it, it's like a double edged sword and kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't type deal because it's like you love it, so you're going to keep pursuing it to find it out. But the more you do it the more, you know, you are going to find uh, the things that you don't like or you're going to run into walls that you just feel like are unbreakable or immovable objects, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, there's always a way. Maybe it's not through, but maybe it's around. You know, somebody else might have the information you need. And one of the biggest things I learned was uh, reaching out to people and um, for advice, but also to give advice too. Like if if you feel like, you know, you may know something that may help somebody. Um, it's it's always good to exchange knowledge, and then maybe they teach you something that you don't know. So, um, it, it's a great feeling, but it, it sucks at first. You know, it yeah. does. Yeah. So I know you got some projects coming out. You re- release some music all month. <laughs> hey. Let's uh let's talk a little bit about that. Tell tell one where people can listen. Um, and two talk about the projects. Word. So. Everybody can listen. You can find my music. Um, all you have to do is search Trey, T-R-E-Y-T-U-C-K. So Trey Tuck. Um, I'm everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google, Title, everything like that. iTunes, go buy the music. But uh, the, the most current project I have right now is, a, is my album that is releasing on Black Friday. So whenever this comes out, you know what I'm saying? Black Friday, the project, it won't last forever, will be out. And they'll be in stores. People will be able to buy it. And, you know, that is, this project is probably the one where I know now. Like, I know enough to know that I can learn more, but I know enough to know that I'm good enough to do what I can do and I, and do what I want to do. And that's that wasn't always the case. So this project is kind of me showing that I can really do whatever I want without, without fear of judgment, without fear of, you know, how do, how are people going to think if I sound this way, or maybe they're not going to like, like, this is the the freest I've probably felt making a project, but it's also been the one that has been the most um, impactful to me because I really went through a lot of things leading up to this, like how I make the music for me, it's a little old school, I guess you would say. It's I I can make an EP, but when I put an album out, it normally takes at least a year or a year and a half because I have to take everything I learned within that year and a half and I have to 
think about it. <laughs> like I have to think about it. And then I have to think about how I can turn that into a message that can save somebody else's life. So um, this is probably going to be the most impactful one for me. And I really enjoy it. I enjoyed the process of it. My hand was in it. Like I wasn't just getting beats from everywhere. It was like, I was really the person that was like, hey, we should take that instrument out, you know, doing a lot of executive producing and, and um, co-production on it, as well as rapping, as well as um, getting features and stuff like that. So this was probably the most creative I've been. And I think it sounds great. And I think this is the project where I know I've arrived. Like before it was a question, you know what I'm saying? Am I here? Now I'm here. Like, so now I need to figure out, you know, what we can do to further that that uh craft and and get to where we need to get to so yeah mm, so how is that process like you've been working with a lot of people i know this is like an ambitious project so how is it working with all the different folks um so the good thing is is i know most of them mm. so I, I try i try to keep it kind of homegrown or at least when i build a connection with somebody i like to sit down with them like i don't want you to just send me music um you know, through email and expect me to just come up with something because I don't want to, I do, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to work like that. And that, and to me, um, it's not creative. Like it's creative when you could sit down and you could pick somebody's brain apart. So on this project, I have a lot of people that I work with. His name is Josh Blunt. His name's, uh, Dante East Lane Dante. I work with him. Um, and this other cat, his name is TC beats. So I work with them and I know them, you know what I'm saying? And we sit down and we chop up ideas so that's good. Having more hands in the pot is a little different to me because I was so used to doing everything alone. So I'm, I'm in the position now where I have to allow people to um, have their input and not feel so guarded over my, my uh, idea. Like I have to be more open, which this has allowed me to be before, you know, I would want something done in the song and I would just do it without consulting, you know what I'm saying? Without allowing people to have their input and that input could essentially help. So this project is, is one of those things where it's, it's starting to feel like how it's supposed to feel, it's starting to feel like, like money's behind it. It's starting to feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to take this to a different level. It's not just going to be, you know, I, I claim to be a local rapper, but I'm not one, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think this is the project where it's like, when you hear it, it's going to take you to a place where it's talking about where I grew up and where you grew up. So there's going to be a lot of relatable things to people who don't, who, who are from, you know, the city, but it's also going to take you into a world where if you don't know, you might want to look into it. You know what I'm saying? You might want to look into like, where's you know if you're not from connecticut like where's 72 you know what i'm saying like like where is you know what i'm saying where is the boulevard or like some of these places where i mentioned or chippens hill like like there's a lot of different things that i talk about in it so having more people in there to help you accomplish that it's it's such a beautiful thing because you have to allow yourself to be flexible um with ideas because nothing is permanent and that's why the project is called it won't last forever because nothing is permanent you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying like what whatever you think is is right is not whatever you think you know you don't like you can always learn you can always grow from that and that was the process of this so when i was like yo what do i call this project i was like that i'm gonna call it, it and it in uh quotes because it is it could be anything for anybody it could be 
it could be your podcast situation. Like right now, this situation, you're, you're doing it from there, but in whew, two, three days, picks up million streams, you could be in a studio somewhere. So like, yeah. like whatever you're, whatever, or wherever you're at, you know, you just have to think about things as never a permanent situation. So just connecting that back to how this project is important and the people that I work with, um, just cherishing those moments with them and allowing them to help me accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish while we all work for a common goal. So, yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is that is the truth. Like you're you can be in one situation and overnight that thing can change. Um, I'm seeing, I'm going to talk to you a little off camera, but there's yep. things changing all the time with me as well. Yep. I definitely feel that, that language. Mm-hmm. So what, mm-hmm. are, what are some of the big mistakes you see people make in music? Um, people who are trying to break in, people who are trying to become artists. Like what are the mistakes you see them make? So I think the biggest mistake I see people make um, is you have to love music. And I think a lot of people jump in thinking about a check first. I also think you need to know your history. So to know where you're going, you have to know where you come from. Like if you're in hip hop and you're in rap, you got to know where it originated from. Like you got to know your roots in a sense of, of that type deal. And I don't think, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not, it's not a general statement, but I, I believe a lot of people don't, you know what I'm saying? Or at least have respect for it. Like you don't got to listen to it. You don't got to be your cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got right around listening to old school music, but I think you should know where it stems from because you'll have a better appreciation. So I think a lot of people jump in um, looking for a check and don't study it. Like they don't mm-hmm. study even how to perform no more. Like I remember when I started, you know, I'm 27, so it's not like I'm super old, but when I started, I was studying like I had CDs and DVDs or uh, and I would study how to perform, how to hold the mic, how to have stage presence, how to build myself, how to interact with crowds, the, the process. So I think a lot of people do not do that. Like they see the end result. So if your favorite artist is, I don't know, let's just say your favorite artist is Lil Uzi Vert, like for the younger kids. They only see him on stage jumping around, doing flips, doing crazy stuff. But like th- like that is not not saying it's not, but you have to know how to get there first. You can't just go there. You got to you got to there's steps Uzi took to be able to be on stage just dancing like you have to get there. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people want shortcuts and that's not the process in this. And maybe you do blow up overnight. That's great. That's that's honestly great. But as fast as it comes, as fast as it goes sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Not not all the time it, does it stick around as long as you would like it to. So I think those are kind of the bigger mistakes that people make on on um younger artists on on their behalves. Yeah, I can see I can see where that where that plays a role. It's like if you're not studying the craft, if you're not learning the the small things, um, like the stage presence, that's a that is you know when someone has it and when someone does it. And it's so mm-hmm. clear. I've been to so many concerts and seen like right. this person's new or this person, like they got, they have the song, but they don't. And got it's it. instant. Like you can see it like quick. Like as soon as they get up there, like they just be like, it's like, yo, he don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> you can see immediately. Yeah. So What's, uh, what are you most excited about? Obviously, the project's coming up. Um, what do you have planned? I know you've been doing a lot of marketing. I see your stuff everywhere. Uh, you got yeah. a website. Like, what are you yeah. uh, most excited about? Um, so the most, the thing that I'm the most excited about 
um, with this upcoming year is going to be the documentary that um, we put together. So, like I said, this project is probably the one where I feel like I've arrived. So, I wanted to make a documentary. I wanted to actually do it on my last album, Price of Fame. Like how I wanted the songs, how I wanted the songs to go was to, to in the in this form of like people are asking me questions about who I am, and then I'm responding with records, like with the songs. But it didn't happen that way, which is great because it just allowed me to collect more footage, more footage, more footage. So now we have a documentary we shot last year. It's done. Like it's done. It just has to get edited, cleaned up, and um, it should be coming out soon. But I think that gives a full scope of just where I started to where we are now. Like it's ain't the end, but like just to see the the gaps, like the the amount of space that in in time it took to get to where I'm at now. I think that's gonna be probably one of the biggest things. And we're trying to work with a few different companies to to partner to try to get them to like publish it people are going to be inside um so people are going to be able to see the documentary and um without having to go anywhere you know people's attention is going to be on streaming things music movies videos so that documentary is going to be something that i would love people to see so that's probably going to be next year for sure um starting 2021 but that's probably the most thing i'm excited about yeah that's crazy yeah yeah documentary coming on the side yeah <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so that little thanks a little <laughs> yo and it's it's an it's an hour so peep it's an hour long right but it's going to be broken up into four parts because i'm not going to show it for an hour because no one's going to sit through that for an hour but it's going to be broken up in parts and each part is a different chapter of my life you know what i'm saying and um with within the music so it's something that we worked hard on and it looks great. Like whoo, it looks great. <laughs> I can't wait for people to see it. I can't wait for people to see it. For sure. Yeah, that's mad exciting. Like that's, yeah. It's crazy. it's a crazy undertaking. Obviously, it's different than just the music itself, but it is it is something like something huge. Yeah. Yeah, because I want I, I like films too. Like I, I truthfully enjoy movies and TV shows and series so being able to create one myself that i i can tell you that's going to be a trajectory um of mine as well is like trying to tap into that whether it's just me coming up with ideas and people putting it on screen or me actually acting in short films or videos which i am and i have been um i've been traveling to atlanta a lot lately so that's been like my my reasoning going out there is to do more acting and stuff like that so um i i want to mix the two and, and and start to dive into that more that that realm of the art you know what i'm saying and i i think it could be huge so what's yeah. uh what's one of those things you wish you knew before you started this um obviously you got more experience now so yeah i i wish i knew <clears throat> i wish i knew two things all right so the first thing is I wish I knew how much it actually costed to be an artist. Mm. <laughs> like, like I wish I knew like, like that it was, it's a crazy investment in yourself, time, money, and effort. But the money, it's not the biggest part, but the money is a huge part in it. 
Mm. Um, and you spend a lot of money on yourself. Like you spend thousands and thousands of dollars. If I tell you how much I've actually spent on myself, you'd be like, yo, what the, f-? like, you know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a lot. So I wish I knew that coming into it. If I knew how much it costed, I would, I would have been more prepared for it. I would have told myself that, Hey, you should, tr- you should start saving your money and you shouldn't be spending it on miscellaneous things because it's going to cost you down the line. So I wish I knew just, you know, somebody told me or gave me a heads up because as an independent artist, you're investing in yourself. Like you're the only investor at times, or you're the only person who believes that this can be done. So you have to show people. And by showing people, you have to be willing to put the money down to say, Hey, this is what I believe in. I want to do it this way. And then sometimes people will follow you after that. Like, okay, we see what he's doing. Let's invest in them. But you have to be able to take that initiative. Um, the second thing is I wish I knew that I would lose a lot of people in that process. Mm. Um, I wish I knew that the people that I, I called friends, you know, they're not going to be your biggest supporters when it comes to music. And that's okay. That's okay. Because that's not, that's not their life. And that's not their um, dreams. Everybody has different dreams. So whether they support you or not, they can still be your friends, but not at the level where you would expect them to be like, you know, coming into this, I, I expected mo a, a lot of people to be like, hey, like, yeah, keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? But it was met with just, it wasn't met with that same energy that I thought. So, but you have to be okay with that because creating something that's bigger than yourself is a, is a lonely journey. Doesn't mean you're, doesn't mean you're alone, but it's a lonely one. Like at times you have to be able to you know, I heard Diddy say, you know, you have to be able to be in the dark and, and like, not, not actually, but be in the dark and just to be able to be in a place where you're by yourself and you have to be comfortable with that, comfortable with being uncomfortable, comfortable with knowing that you have to make it out of here. No one's going to come and save you. Like you have to find a way. So I didn't know that. I thought it was like a more of a team thing. You know what I'm saying? That your friends, um, your your friends kind of would support you or whatever the case was. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know that I know that feeling's real because obviously it's like you start realizing that a lot more of the onus and the pressure, a lot more of the actual making this thing happen, the wheels turn because you're turning them. Like <laughs> right, not right, people are turning them, and that starts right. to, that starts to really get you because in the beginning you think there's gonna be everyone everyone there to support help make sure this works every night but right. the reality is like nah there's lonely a lot of lonely nights a lot of times you're mm-hmm. just on the computer by yourself getting this right mm-hmm. editing like mm-hmm. i've seen it myself like there's you can you can start writing a book but no matter what at some point you're gonna be editing you're gonna be on the right. computer you're gonna be the only one looking for these mistakes looking for all this and trying to make sure everything's perfect right and you got all the supporters in the world but it still really comes down to your work Right. Cause it's your idea at the end of the day. <laughs> like, like, and that, and that's what, that's what I don't think a lot of people understand on a journey like this, Like, you can have 50 people with you, right? You can have a hundred people with you, right? Let's say you did a podcast and there was 50 people in that room with you and they all were doing something else. Like one person was editing, one person was doing your, maybe figuring out what points to edit and another person was doing this right at the end of the day for all that to be accomplished, it starts with you. So if you're not doing it, then it then they ain't gonna be motivated. So that's kind of how I think about it as well. Like you're absolutely right. 
Yeah, that's the that's the life of being creative. It's like you start mm-hmm. to really realize that there's so much more that you need to put out. And I think a lot of the work ethic stuff, just in, I think in life in general, people don't realize how much work they actually have to put in if they want to see success. Right. It's like, you can't just expect promotions. You can't just expect things to happen for you. You have to really be the driver of your own life. You can't just sit back and be like, oh, no, my turn will come. It's like, no, your turn will never come yet. Like, like, there's, like, there's people like you out here. We're hustling. Like, your turn never coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants a Tesla. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants a Tesla, but it don't work like that. <laughs> like, life don't work that way at all. You know, you have to really work towards what you want. And what I also found out too, Jamil, was was yo, when you start to change your 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 thoughts, like you start to change your thoughts, right? And I know you know this, it's the law of attraction and, and David talks about it too. But like you start to align your thoughts and start to think differently, then those things are gonna start to like fall in your lap. Like literally, like you're just gonna just gonna fall for you. Like let me give you a prime example, right? So actually I'll give you two. And this is a little off, but it, it makes sense when you start to think about it. So when I didn't have a car. I would be um, driving my mom's car or something. And I would, I'd be like, man, I need a car. I need a car. And every time I would tell you, like, I kid you not, I would drive and I would see for sale, car on the side, for sale, car on the side, for sale. But they didn't start popping up until I started thinking about it. They didn't, they didn't start showing themselves and stuff. Like, they could have been there the whole time. But I didn't start seeing them until I was like, yo, hold up. I got I need a car. Like, okay, this is 28, this is 15, this is, so they all started to pop, so when you start to think like that, your ideas, like, hey, I need to do a show, Mm. okay, here's a venue, here's a venue, here's a DJ, it just starts to pop up for you, so I think for whomever's listening, you know, if you ever catch yourself in a rut, you have to think about the things that you want, and you have to constantly keep those on your mind, because when you do, they'll start to pop up and there'll be little things and it's up to you to take the, the, the signs as signs or to just believe them as, Hey, this is just a coincidence. Like, no, you thought that. So it came to be true. You know what I'm saying? It happened. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's the, I, I believe that same thing because a lot of things like I'll start talking. I want to talk. I talked about promotions. I was like, I want a promotion. I need to get more money. I need a higher salary, this and that. And I was telling David this, I think, just this other weekend. And I was talking about different opportunities because obviously I'm one, I'm a person that's never going to be stuck. I believe that if you're going to be stuck, it's because you choose to be, not because you have to. Mm. It's a choice. Like you can go work, you can go look at other opportunities, you make your own luck in life. So I'm talking to David about this, but I'm still at the same time saying I want to be where I am. And some opportunities fell in line and now things mm. are gonna, now things are changing going forward. Um, and I've been blessed, but part of it's because I've been talking about this for the longest, making mm. a sacrifice in the short term because we had to, I was partially furloughed, but I knew that long-term it might, uh, might work out. So now we're seeing it work out. Yeah. And it always, and it always does. And that's something that I commend about you. Cause it's always been like, Yo, I'm gonna start a club. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, yo, I'm gonna start a club. All right, club started. Yo, I'm running for this. All right, I'm the president. It's like, yo, it's it's like anything. <laughs> it's 
like it's like anything that you've thought or or you've you've had that idea, it's became a thing and it's became successful. So I honestly wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? As you continue to climb higher, I really don't have like there's people where where they say things and they're like, eh, okay, like all right, sounds good, you know what I'm saying? But then there's people like you where you say things and it's like instantly it's gonna get done. Like you know what I'm saying? And there's there's um there's millions of examples. We don't gotta go through them out here, but you know what I'm saying? I've known you for a long time, so there's a whole bunch of examples where it's like, bro, you make you make things happen, and you've always had that mentality, and that is something that nobody can take away from you because it's yours and it only continues to reaffirm yeah it it's like you start to you start to become the thing that you say you are and ultimately i think people just you almost lose that when you're when you're forgetting um your direction and your dreams your goals you start losing the fact that like the things you tell yourself the things you say you are that's who you are mm um i wanted to ask because we're coming up towards the end of our time on the interview mm-hmm. um what's a what's a piece of advice you have for the listeners who are out here who are trying to chase their dreams who are probably going to be inspired by this i i think the only advice i can tell you is to believe in yourself mm-hmm. um and it, it's very simple it's a simple concept but it's it's like one of those things that's that's hard to do um, you have to be able to allow yourself to grow because nobody's perfect. You have to be able to analyze and receive information, but also know when to not take advice from people or criticisms because sometimes people do not have your best interest at heart. Just because somebody is saying something to you, it does not mean they're right about your direction. So, you know, there's a lot of people who've told me personally, like, yo, you're, you suck. Like you, you suck. Like in the beginning phases of of me making music. And it's like, at times I believe that to be the truth. So that was my truth. You know what I'm saying? So it's the, what you, what you believe you are is what you are. You can't take people's words to be your thoughts. Like those are their thoughts. That's how they feel about themselves. They're not talking about you. So when you have a dream or you have something that you want to do and you want to accomplish it, you have to you have to believe that it has to be protected. You have to be the main person to protect it because no one else is going to do it for you. And it's just as simple as that, but it's hard. So every day it's a practice. If you if you mess up one day, it's okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Double back and, and do better twice as twice as much as you did the last day. Like you just have to be on a consistent path of positivity and just a consistent path of progression because if you start to go backwards then you're going to start you're going to start losing yourself and i felt that you know what i'm saying that's why my project is called that because i felt that like (laughs) i felt those pains you know what i'm saying i felt like my life was going backwards but when in in reality i had to take two steps back to go further so it's like you you have to see everything in a different scope change the way you think about things nothing to me at least nothing is is has been done without a purpose and nothing can be negative because you can always you you could choose how do i think about this this is is this good for my life or is this bad for my life i choose to think if something happens it's for the best of the whole situation it was it, it was happening it happened that way because it needed to happen that way for me to become who i am right now so um yeah, man, believe in yourself. That's all it comes down to. And if you don't, 
nobody else will. And it's it's that simple. But you know, it's daily practice. Mm. Yeah, it's a habit. Yeah. You make it a habit in your life. So mm-hmm. let's plug the music one more time. Let the people know where they can listen. Let them know where they can see the album. All that. Um, so the project is called It Won't Last Forever. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Fleet, uh, <laughs> wherever, at uh, Trey underscore Tuck underscore. And my music is Trey Tuck on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Google, iTunes. Buy the music. Streams are zero. Streams, for the people who are listening to this, streams cost point zero 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 three. So that's less than a penny. So buy the music for everybody who's <laughs> who's independent. Download the podcast. Do whatever you have to do to support your people because this is getting crazy out here and it's it's nuts. But yeah, I'm Trey Tuck. You know what I'm saying? Everybody tune in. I make great music. Jamel is the best. Thank you for this, bro. I appreciate it. Um amazing, amazing, amazing. Mauricio, thank you for coming on. No doubt. Like what you just heard, follow the Status Update podcast on Facebook and visit inspiredbyjamil.com for more content. See you next time. And I've been trying to find my way home. Through you, I remain strong. What would Jesse do? What would Jesse do? What would JC 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 do? Uh, through all the madness, yeah. Always knew I would have him. Oh, ain't even had to ask much, yeah. Always there, never.